You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact here. We got Simpson, Steve, Matt Michaels, and um, we're here. We don't have Simon Street, but uh, I'm sure he'll show up uh, maybe next week. I don't know. Who knows? You're here with us. Feel free to throw the comments in the box, YouTube Live, Twitch Live, Facebook and let us know what your thoughts are as well. All right, fellas. Some wrestling went down this past week, but majorly this weekend, right? I mean, do we even talk about what happened this week? It's all about this weekend, right? <laughs> oh, except, for, except for Steve. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, imagine right. me being the one to give the alternate perspective. Imagine that. <laughs> Right. All right, man. Well, let me give you your intro. Since CD, you can go right at it, man. This is the four-way stop. All right, Sin City, man. What you got? All right. So, yes, I'm going to go there. Sorry. <laughs> Roman Reigns is still your WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. Add three more words to the end of the title to make it longer. Why not? Uh, anyway, he defeated Sami Zayn, obviously, in Montreal. You know, so many people in attendance thought that they were going to pull the trigger and, um, you know, the ovations and and all that kind of stuff. It, it really was a special, special match. Um, it's it's really telling that mm. it got Roman to actually crack. Uh, there was there was an instance where he actually had a non in character smile uh, when he heard the ovation for Sami Zayn on his way to the ring, which is actually really cool to see mm -hmm. um, elsewhere. You know, I, I've said the bloodline storyline is the best, the best thing in wrestling in a decade. Yeah. Um, in terms of pure storyline, I can I completely, you know, I will uh I will go to the grave saying that this is probably one of the better storylines I've ever seen. Um, and this match was such a key integral part in the storyline. Um, everybody played their roles to a T. Um yeah. elsewhere. Mercedes Monet is your new IWGP women's champion after defeating Kyrie at mm -hmm. Battle in the Valley on Saturday. Oh, yeah, there was another wrestling show on Saturday, too. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, again, many people thought that this would be the outcome to this match as well. But, you know, as we've said, the safe bet isn't always the worst bet. Um, this was nearly a 27-minute match, and it was a great back-and-forth match. Yeah. Uh, Monet uh, won the uh, the title after using her old bank statement finisher, as well as uh, Bailey's Bailey to Belly, who also was in attendance, uh, showing some love to her friend, and uh, picked up the victory, which was awesome. So, yeah, yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah, man, I agree. I agree with that. I actually watched that. It's the only match I actually watched. I wanted to see how that was going to uh, 
how that was going to come to an end. So good stuff there. Uh, Matt Michaels, man, what you got? Well, I, I would say that this week uh, is all about the, uh, you know, the elimination chamber. Um, let's, uh, let's go with uh, something that was phenomenal. And that was Logan Paul setting up with Seth Rollins, which is going to be fucking kick-ass. Um, you know, it's sad when a guy like Logan Paul can do a move from another wrestler and another organization and make it look way better. And that that lariat was fucking 10 times better than a hangman uh, pages and wet noodle that he throws. <laughs> um, so that was that was nice to see. Um, and uh, you know what? Uh, give credit to Asuka in the Elimination Chamber. I think that that is going to be a pretty damn good match between uh, Bianca and Asuka. I think that's a fresh matchup we haven't really seen, which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, and, uh, you know, the um, – oh, the other thing, and it's it, escaping my mind um, that happened this week. Um, ah, I know exactly what it was. It was wonderful to see – Rhea Ripley powerbomb edge. That was fucking amazing. Uh, you know, guy had it coming to him. That's all I got to say. <laughs> She's a powerful woman. So uh, good for her taking out edge. That was wonderful. Love seeing it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, yeah. In, in terms of um, the highlight that I throw out there just a little something different the uh five men elimination chamber match now granted i knew it was going to come down to austin and and seth um it only made sense but out of all the guys i just thought i i just put a little light there on damian priest um i i i listen i'm not saying that he is ever going to become the undisputed WWE champion. What I am saying is that I believe he's at a level that should be having that one-on-one match in the future for that title, because he has really shown uh, that this guy, you know, however you come at him, he's ready. He's full of power, full of energy. And it was just amazing to kind of see the things that he was doing, manhandling mostly all the guys that was in there. Uh, listen, I was a fan of this guy when he was uh, Punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, and I never really thought, I'll be honest with you, as great as he was during at that time, I never thought he would have made it to WWE. But when he did, dude, this guy really just, just he just shines uh, every time he's out there in the ring. And I'm saying, okay, that's fine. He can be a mid-carter. But watching him in this particular match, I'm ready to see – a build on at least giving him that opportunity like we saw with Sammy. You know, we're not going to probably ever have him holding that belt, but I think watching what he was doing uh, with these other guys really shown that, um, you know what, he's ready for it. So I'll just, uh, I'll leave that right there. How about we jump over into the two sweet for the week? All right, uh, Matt Michaels, uh, what you got, man? The bloodline, 
you know, this, I mean, again, it's like the featured thing here, this whole story with Sammy and just the way it played out the, um, the buildup. I mean, we had a sense we were going to be working towards an Usos versus KO and Sammy. Steve, you like the continuity and the story, long storytelling playing. And that's what this was. What? Like a year or so worth of just buildup that just fabulously played out in that match. Um, mm -hmm. Also, we got to see Sami Zayn throw a super punch on Roman Reigns, which was just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so um yeah i mean you know everything played out uh but let's give credit to where credit is due that crowd wow yeah. that montreal crowd was fucking fantastic yep. so you know that it it ups the performance level when an entertainer can be in an environment in which the audience is basically raising the level of the performer to you know get past what they are just doing and telling a story and now are emotionally attaching themselves to the story that the performer is telling and it was just phenomenal to see and um i really you know it's funny because the question now is do the fans feel that cody rhodes is a downgrade so cody is going to have his work fucking cut out from him now we saw this week a little start of that setup with paul Heyman and cody and mm -hmm. some good stuff going on between them you know yeah starting to that make that lead up but that's going to be the interesting thing is does you know does cody Rhodes is he able to bring that level in only six weeks or five weeks to make that match as uh special for the fans as this was for that Montreal crowd. Yeah. Absolutely. Um I was trying to find and I I'll jump in on this one a um a quote that I have found um from uh from one of the chats I read but I, I don't think I can let me just say this there was this um uh, and I know I think we're actually going to talk about this in one of our other uh, one of our other shows we're going to do. But this idea of being disappointed on the outcome uh, of the match, I, um, I I don't know if there was anybody uh, what you were expecting, but what this turned out to be was was really great storytelling, and the way it ended as far as I was concerned, was was perfect because I was trying to finish, figure out how they were going to, uh, to you know, kind of complete this whole story here. And watching everything, you saw the, the first ref knocked out. You've seen the second ref knocked out. Uh, you wasn't sure if, if, if Jimmy or Jay were there. Uh, yeah. You, you know, I mean, there was just so much in this and how this was going to just play out. And and listen, there were many opportunities for those who really thought that Sammy was going to win. There were many chances, many times where it really looked like he was, right? It was put together so well that although you knew what the outcome 
was going to be. It almost looked like maybe it wasn't like, oh, could they about to really give it? Because it was just that good of a presentation. All I'm saying is the way it turned out was the way it should have been. I don't see how else that there could have been any other than the conclusion of that match. And again, yeah. I, I tell you guys to definitely, um, pay, uh, you know, uh, I think we're going to release um, an episode on Tuesday that we're going to talk a little bit about it because there are some that disagree with that. And I'm just kind of curious on where they're coming from on that. So we'll talk about it. That's a little uh, something to keep you looking forward to on Tuesday. But Sin City Steve, man, how about you? What was too sweet for the week? All right, man. So, uh, yeah, we're going to pivot a little bit. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, realistically, one of the few bright spots on AEW TV this week. Okay. Um, Mox and Claudio versus Roosh and Preston Vance. It was a Texas Tornado tag match. All four men were, you know, legal in the ring at the same time or rather outside of the ring. Imagine that. Um, you've got a match involving Moxley where, you know, there's there's all sorts of plunder and it's a brawl. And, of course, Moxley gets color because, you know, why wouldn't he bleed? Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, it, it's a trope at this point, but it's, it's just funny. Like, I, I, I wonder like what goes through that guy's head. Like he literally has to bleed every single week. Regardless, it was, it was a great match, um, back and forth, but, uh, they, they used a chain, uh, in a particularly interesting manner. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they wrapped, a chain around Preston Vance's throat and John Moxley locked in a Juji Gatami or the cross arm breaker and uh, Preston Vance tapped out to uh, yeah. Wow. The chain around his neck and the cross arm breaker. Interesting. Yeah. Um, elsewhere. Uh, I do want to echo your point about the men's elimination chamber match um, impact. It was absolutely amazing. I'm not meaning to speak in hyperbole. It was an amazing chamber match. Yeah. Um, it was one of the better ones that they've ever done. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not afraid to admit that. You had a brand new superstar emerge from that match. I'm talking about Montez Ford. We've talked about him repeatedly oh, yeah. on this show. Yeah. But out of everyone in that match, I'd say that his stock went up higher than anyone else's in yeah. that match. Um, the, the, the Spider-Man repelling dive from the roof of the <laughs> yeah. chamber was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know, the guy can talk, you know, he, he's proved that. So quite frankly, I would love to see Montez Ford with your money in the bank briefcase. The next time mm -hmm. that that launches right there is a brand new talent that you can build. He's going to be there for quite some time. You know, it, it's, it, it makes sense at this point. Yeah. Um, Bronson Reed uh, had a good showing as well, even though he yeah. got dumped on his head. Um, there was a pretty scary, uh, you know, blockbuster and poison Rana spot involving Johnny Gargano. Gargano almost broke his neck and yeah. Bronson Reed landed right on the top of his head. So uh, yeah, thankfully everyone is okay. Um, yeah. but yeah, these, they did put faith in some new blood and they, they rose to the occasion in that match. Right. Um, and last thing really quickly, we bag on Jeff Jarrett a lot on this show, but that guy is a consummate professional. 
Uh, his father, Jerry, passed on Valentine's Day the 14th and yeah. went right in the very next day, competed in the opening match on Dynamite. And, you know, it it was it was it earned a lot of respect and just goes to show you why he is one of the most professional men in the business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, agree. All right, y'all. Let's get into our next one. This week's WTF. So I don't really have a whole, really nothing, but I will say this. Uh, so listen, Fox, I, I understand. Like you, you are a, I, I, I guess a family network. Man, I thought that was ABC. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess all of you guys are a family network, right? But boy, when the fans decided to let Roman uh, have it, you, so my, my everything was muted. I didn't know what was going on for like 30 seconds to a minute going, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. That, it just took away from the entire experience. You know, I mean, it's live, right? I mean, what can you, I mean, I don't know. I, I get it. I get it. But. Ah, it just took away from it, man. I mean, my it was just weird. Like, and I knew what was happening, right? I I figured out it had to be something that the crowd was saying. Normally, they they'll kind of take a little bit out. They just said, "Forget it. We're muting the whole the whole thing for like thirty seconds or so." It was just like, what if they would have kept yeah. on going? It would have just been like dead sound for like two or three minutes. I mean, I don't know, man. I. I Fox, come on. I mean, that would be my WTF if I had to pick on anything, but I, you know, it was just such a great segment and uh an experience that uh I, I just think that it they that they should have let that one slide. But whatever. Anyway, Sin City Steve, man, how about you? You had any WTS for the week? Uh really quick, I do want to shout out uh Bionic Scoop's comment. Um, in the YouTube chat, he says, I understand, but it's worldwide TV dropping F-bombs. Yeah, Impact, that's... I know! You gotta kind of walk that fine line, man, I FCC. I get there it. You go. I get it. I there get you go. it. I'm just like... Uh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I did have a couple WTFs. Um, yeah. You know, why is the AEW women's division booked so badly? <laughs> repeatedly i mean we've, yeah. we've mentioned it numerous times on the show i yeah. mean they they have a very talented roster um you know it this week's dynamite main event ruby soho versus Britt baker versus tony storm was just what <laughs> um <laughs> ruby got a much needed win um mm -hmm. which was cool to see uh picked up the uh the surprise roll-up win on Britt baker um you know, many thought that Ruby would choose a side as part of this uh, freelancers versus homegrown talent mm -hmm. um, angle that they've got going, but nothing, absolutely nothing. I, you know, I guess the, uh, I guess we're getting Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho at Revolution. There's that, but, oh, and try to explain the spot in the match to a casual viewer of Soraya spray painting Tony Storm's ass with green, green fucking paint. Uh, and uh, yeah, so, okay, she wow. runs across the ring and bashes Britt Baker in the face with her ass, and it's supposed to leave the green paint. 
All right, cool. Out yeah. of context. Right. Anyway, I know I'm going to be, you guys are going to call me an asshole. Okay, well, I mean, speaking of not picking a side, yeah. I loved the Roman Reigns Sami Zayn match. I loved the match. Yeah. But it was the post match that gave me a little bit of cause for trepidation and does get a WTF for me. Okay. Um, you're carrying this Jay Uso loyalty storyline past a premium live event to a TV show. Okay. So now we see where their loyalty lies. Of course, it's on SmackDown. That's fine. I, I get that one. But then you had a long stare down between Sammy and KO. You don't give them the hug finish with the crowd going absolutely ape shit to end the show. So that leaves the door wide open for people to assume, oh, well, Sami Zayn's not done with Roman Reigns. Okay, so Sami Zayn's going to be in the main event at WrestleMania. They're going to put him in the main event of WrestleMania because they haven't told me that they're not going to do that. So what you do is you condition the audience that that's either going to happen or there's going to be cause for huge disappointment. Um, if you would have solidified the alliance between Sammy and KO, then I think that you could have easily pivoted to it strictly being a single for that championship. I don't know. You, it, you, it, so, it, it could prevent future problems. So it didn't, it didn't seem like that that was just a straight given having not but, necessarily because the two guys stared at each other. So where, you know, where did they go from here? You know, honestly, it would have been amazing given the fact that you you stunned the crowd silent with the 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 victory by Reigns. Okay. It was just like the the streak had been snapped right. in New Orleans. Okay. That arena was quiet. They weren't booing, they were quiet. And then you could have easily had Sammy and KO hug at the end of the night after Roman was long gone. You get that nice, huge crowd pop, and you, quite frankly, send the crowd home happy. Mm, okay. Okay. I got I you. I don't know. I got you. All right. Uh, Matt Michaels, what you got, man? <laughs> I, it just it hit me. The, the, the only response I have to you, Steve, is they're Canadian. Of course they went home happy. It didn't matter what happened. <laughs> hey. They're always happy, eh? Because um, after, after Roman – left and they put that they 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 scanned the audience though they were looking pretty pissed <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like it, Dude, they, I mean, they could set themselves up for disaster by by not doing things canadian <laughs> canadian pissed is is you know is like eh, i might have lost my keys okay <laughs> so, so it's all good um boy i um um I just agree with you, Steve, a hundred percent. The spray paint thing, just what it, it was, it was bad. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I definitely a hundred percent agree on that. Um, I also uh, do not know why you brought back Keith Lee on rampage. Um, that made no sense at all. With with the look, yeah, yeah. with Grandpa Lee, uh, 
<laughs> I, yeah, it, it, that was just strange. Um, just, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, and uh, also, I mean, again, tons of blood this week on, on Rampage. I mean, the Moxley match, Preston Vance, both those guys bleeding. Okay, I could see that. Again, though, I would have put that match match maybe at the last you know make that your main event because that women's triple threat just did not do anything at the end it was a um, wet fart but, of an ending yeah uh but uh the having dustin Rhodes bleed on rampage made no sense it's just like you, you know these guys are cutting themselves for no reason so that kind of um that kind of makes me go what the fuck i i i'm not a big fan of that um and uh finally um i'd have to say uh what the fuck uh hospitals using orange jello for their patients come on people come on orange jello <laughs> gotta go with some better <laughs> all right cool cool uh let's go to our next segment the lookout <laughs> All right, uh, let's see, man. Uh, City, how about you, man? All what right, so look out for. All right, um, they did announce on Dynamite this week that there would be a multi-tag team match at Revolution for the AEW Tag Team Championship: the Guns versus the Acclaimed versus the winner of a Revolution Tag Team Battle Royal this coming week on on Dynamite. But there is a uh, Casino Tag Team battle royal the week after on dynamite as we all know in the casino battle royals there are jokers wouldn't this be a great opportunity for them to trot ftr out there have ftr win that battle royal and then go on and get their win back from the guns at revolution only this time it's for the aew tag team championship i don't hmm. know fantasy booking but Trying to be optimistic. Uh, yeah. Elsewhere, I'm I'm looking out for Asuka to dethrone Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I think that I think Bianca is in dire, desperate need of a a, a character change, not a, not a heel turn, but she needs to have a character shift in some way, um, just because that'll keep that character fresh. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. I think that in order to do that, she's going to have to lose that championship. Um, I also want to see more of the WrestleMania goes Hollywood vignettes. Uh, the <laughs> Seth and Becky one was great. I laughed my ass off. So it did its job. Yeah. Um, Becky Lynch doing the Christian Bale Batman voice was so bad that it was good. <laughs> and uh, Seth absolutely killing the Joker reenactment. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, there are some de definite parallels between those two characters. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Especially when he was doing that dance. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> All right. Well, look, uh, I I'll jump in here right quick. What am I looking forward to? Well, might as well go ahead and uh, promote it. Impact Wrestling in town this coming Friday. If you happen to be in the Las Vegas area, Samstown is the place to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, though, is the pay-per-view, and that's what I am looking forward to seeing. Now, of course, the main event, 
is going to be Rich Swan uh, versus Josh Alexander. And then on this past week's show, Rich accidentally uh, super kicked uh, Josh. So, uh, you know, they're good friends. But that kick to the face by accident, I don't know. They just kind of left us hanging. I kind of think that, uh, you know, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a, a turn on uh, – on that night. So I'm looking for that, but you know who I am really, truly excited to see for this particular match that we have coming up. It's probably going to be, it might actually be the, uh, the show stiller. You, you tell me, uh, sin city, Jonathan Grisham versus Mike Bailey. Sign me up. <clears throat> Sign me up. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's going to be also uh, a big match. Uh, John Hendry versus Moose for that digital title. I told you I'm a John Hendry fan, man. I, I listen. Where's the JH shirts? I I got to get one of those. Uh, I I I love yeah. his character. Say it again. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree 100. Yeah. percent I love his character. He's doing a good job, man. And um, I want them to keep building on to that. Hopefully, he maintains. Uh, the bottom line, though, oh, and I forgot, um, there is a the women's titles too, the knockouts. Um, 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 uh, Masha, yeah, yeah, with um, versus Mickey James, yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a good show. If you like, I say, if you happen to be in the area Friday, it is a 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I think 4:30 is gonna be the pre-show, but please try to come through. And then if you happen to be available still Saturday and Sunday, you can come to some of the tapings as well. Anyway, I didn't mean to go that long, but um, hey, man, that's what I'm looking out for. Matt Michaels, what are you looking out for? Uh, the thing that I'll be looking out for this five weeks is the road to WrestleMania continuing and uh, yeah. starting to see some of these matches come together. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting because, you know, we, we have a feel now for about – what three or four matches five matches so uh with two days worth you know we've probably got another what, about 10 matches ish 10 or 11 matches maybe a mm -hmm. little less so that should be very interesting to uh to see how that all you know paths itself out uh you know you'll have nxt building up for uh their show of mm -hmm. on weekend two which I can't believe that they're doing their show in the morning, essentially, before night one of WrestleMania. So that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then considering all the shows going on LA at that time, too, it's it's going to be something else. So, uh, yeah. yeah, just looking forward to seeing what happens with uh, WrestleMania. All right, all right. All right, let's get to our last one. What is best in show for the week? I'm going to play the role here at Sin City, Steve. New Japan Pro Wrestling was the best show of... What? Am I right? <laughs> Sin City, what was your best show? <laughs> hey, I, 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 I'm fine with you saying that, but uh, yeah, WWE Elimination Chamber, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else had a can held a candle. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do respect to Battle in the Valley, yeah. Um, and you know, the things that could come out of that with, uh, there was a pretty interesting 
kind of a thing with Okada and Mercedes Monet as well. So could we possibly be seeing some sort of an alliance between them? Interesting. Um, but yeah, Elimination Chamber, without question. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. Uh, Matt Michaels? Um, yeah, I mean, Elimination Chamber, I don't think there's anything else that we could really... Uh, because, you know, even SmackDown was a, you know, and, and Raw lead-ins to the Chamber. So it's almost like one giant thing this week. So yeah, yeah, the same thing. All right. Yeah, and I absolutely agree with that, too. It was, it, it, yeah, it definitely has to be Elimination Chamber. And as Michael spoke of earlier in the show, shout out to the crowd. I mean, that is the way you want to watch an event with a hype crowd. People don't understand that the crowd really helps makes the show. And um, and and really, it's, it's, it's really telling. Watching Sammy on SmackDown is just full of emotion. Um, to the point where you see, you know, the tear coming down his face. I mean, just think, Sammy, and I don't want to go off on this whole tangent, but Sammy is one of the hardest working guys in this business. And just think, as much as he's done, and it's been, most of the time, it's, it's been very, you know, uh, comedic to the point where, you know, I mean, you're seeing him <laughs> getting caught in a mousetrap. I mean, you know, when you see something like that, <laughs> this guy is willing to put it all on the line and all the way to the he's up there fighting Roman Reigns. That is really an accomplishment when you think about it. Not everyone gets to that level. They easily could have threw back Drew in that position or or um, uh, Sheamus. You know, they could have just went around, but they saw his build up to this. And this is amazing. This really just shout out to him, man. I mean, I just wanted to shout that out there. Um, okay. Everybody, thank you for hanging out with us. We, we appreciate it. We're going to be doing two more live recordings tonight. Uh, right now, you're kind of looking at what our three count topics are going to be. Uh, the three count is actually going to be our last show of the night. But you're going to want to be on the next show because we're going to have a guy on who we normally have who knows a little bit more information about certain things or, uh, you know, he's, he's well connected, but he's got something to, um, to really talk about with something. Tony Khan was, uh, tweeting over the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm sure if you're familiar with what that was about, yeah, we're going to talk about that. And, uh, and I think he might even want to talk, um, talk about the, uh, the ending conclusion of the elimination chamber, uh, some of our um, quote journalists have some things they wanted to uh, say about what they thought how that show should have ended. So I think he's going to give his thoughts on that. It's going to be very fun. So make sure you follow us so you can get the notifications uh, when we're on. And um, and we want to hear your comments as well. So please hop back on with us. And if you're just listening to the podcast, thank you for downloading. We appreciate it. You're, um, you're listening to this on Monday, and um, we're going to just continue to do what we do, all right? Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week when we do it all over again, all right? Take care and peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.